Um, I don't really intend to bring a few worlds and all them together. Um, as uh, we often talk about place, podcast, and the whole lab's aim that I've stated not me. Now that my, my research lab is uh, people, places, and technology. Um, so, putting all those worlds together, I've been thinking about this idea for a while of uh, bringing uh, mindfulness to people. Uh, one area I'm interested in as a practitioner, I've been meditating for almost 10 years and uh, tried different styles, got into all the philosophies of, of meditation. Uh, but oftentimes I find that meditation is still very much about the self or the discussion of the non-self. Whereas my research around place and places as a unit of looking at things is uh, fundamentally not even interest in that distinction between self, what's self and what's not self. So maybe there's something in the practice that can be taken to a bigger audience if it wasn't so much uh, a sit down and be on your own kind of a thing, right? At its core, there is an ascetic life of someone sitting in a cave that meditated. That's where the tradition comes from a little bit, whether we like it or not. You know, the more Eastern meditation, not the Christian meditation or religious meditation, uh, you know, or like philosophical meditations, which used to mean just thinking, you know, pure thinking. And then the technology thing, uh, the aspect, you know, from people, place, and technology. I've realized on-the-go computing is now possible as someone that loves to move about and runs ultra marathons. I've you know, benefited by this a lot because of, uh, I've recently officially as well been diagnosed with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Obviously it's a big debate about how much of it is a disorder and how much of it is it's just inappropriate in a sedentary lifestyle societies to have ADHD because I don't have the cognitive component problem that much it's just uh, hyperactivity uh, which is not very pleasant for people with having to be stuck in a room for a long time but <laughs> when I'm out and about, as I usually am when I record podcasts, I'm an absolutely pleasant person. I'm, yeah, I think I'm. Uh, no need for caveats there. <laughs> uh, so, this is going to be uh, an experimentation because I'm trying this out. It's uh, it's literally something that I I think I'm. It's a concept that first came 
a few episodes ago and I, I called it placefulness where I thought it was about you know having the full potential of a place and that's helpful but also I just realized it's like there surely are those moments of placefulness experienced by people and in my PhD research I had participants just say when they knew some decision was right and then it's one of those moments similar to a big stressful events where you know all of your surroundings around you so you become very much aware of the place you're in so uh, what's that about right uh, but actually can that be turned into a practice that could be sustained and operated from rather than something that happens to us every now and then and this is where it's like it becomes it's not scientific it's you know i'm trying to think through how some of the more uh as they are called non-dual mindfulness practices that i've been trying out fit into the understanding of of the mind and the heart and and it's it seems like the, the more traditional focus of uh, meditation is about focusing on an object, whether it's going to be in you know, single point of concentration or body scans, or focusing on different parts of the body. But these non-dual traditions, they have the either pointing out exercises to demonstrate how you know, your awareness is already kind of broad, rather than you being a center of, of the experience, which is kind of when you're not aware of that. It's the normal way of operating, it seems, you know, imagining you're a small self behind your eyes most often. So yeah, this is kind of broad and it's not based on focus, but just on falling back into what some of the teachers call open-hearted awareness that's Locke Kelly it's a guy I went to on the, uh, the app from Sam Harris waking up and that's been a different mode of of being than I had been aware of before and it just seems to work for me but again it's based on glimpses but it's still somehow based on the on the self so what i'll be trying is as i'm walking i'll try and think about how to do the same pointers or a similar approach to open rather than focused awareness but as a walking meditation maybe i'll try and so I just think this there's something about asking people to sit down in one spot while they're trying a new thing out and that maybe is limiting to the audience that it can reach because meditation's been you know probably the biggest contributor to well-being in my life apart from all the general health care for when I've had enough problems messed up situation so I don't want to go into any woo territory medicine all the way but mindfulness can get us out of our own way, basically.
So let's try with a short walk. Ah, the first thing that we can think about as we walk is just being aware of our surroundings. For me, there's obviously the cards. When I go closer to the river, onto the side, I can hear the wind. Is occupied by just the visual sense. I have a lot of play as well, so naturally. people skip those because we are not aware of how they actually work but this is where the very practical person you wants to say you always can have a say just have a look uh, there is a contact normally on these little plaques all over <laughs> or pieces of paper that the council has to put to let the public know about what's going on So, we've involved different senses. We haven't involved touch because it's there by default. Every time our feet touch the ground, maybe now you can draw your attention a bit to that. But not just to you, that small idea of the self but by exploring a way to walk around your path or for me in my case I just put my foot up on the railing overseeing the river moving out seeing the taking the landscape with the church and the other bank and the trees and the sound of the water behind 
all the devotees that I found in one way. Remove the conscious self, which is self, not self. And takes the broader place of awareness. Hope it worked for you. It seems to be working for me, at least. Um, it's an interesting way to practice. It doesn't bound you to the sitting down position in an already sedentary society. So, I'm sure any one of these things probably even more explicit that there should be a disclaimer, not a doctor, not a whatever, not a meditation qualified teacher as well, so God knows who's going to be right, but experimenting. Nice one.